Hello, friend. Welcome to the Whole Word Podcast. This is Pastor Pitts Evans. On this podcast, we read and discuss one chapter of God's Word per episode. Let's go now to the Bible and see what the Lord has for us today. 1 Corinthians chapter 12. Now about the gifts of the Spirit, brothers and sisters, I do not want you to be uninformed. You know that when you were pagans, somehow or other you were influenced and led astray to mute idols. Therefore, I want you to know that no one who is speaking by the Spirit of God says, Jesus be cursed. And no one can say, Jesus is Lord, except by the Holy Spirit. There are different kinds of gifts, but the same Spirit distributes them. There are different kinds of service, but the same Lord. There are different kinds of working, but in all of them, and in everyone, it is the same God at work. Now to each one the manifestation of the Spirit is given for the common good. To one there is given through the Spirit a message of wisdom. To another a message of knowledge by means of the same Spirit. To another faith by the same Spirit. To another gifts of healing by that one Spirit. To another miraculous powers. To another prophecy. To another distinguishing between spirits to another speaking in different kinds of tongues, and to still another the interpretation of tongues. All these are the work of one and the same Spirit, and He distributes them to each one just as He determines. Just as a body, though one, has many parts, but all its many parts form one body, so it is with Christ. For we were all baptized by one Spirit so as to form one body whether Jews or Gentiles, slave or free, and we were all given the one spirit to drink. Even so, the body is not made up of one part, but of many. Now, if the foot should say, because I'm not a hand, I do not belong to the body, it would not for that reason stop being part of the body. And if the ear should say, because I'm not an eye, I do not belong to the body, it would not for that reason stop being part of the body. If the whole body were an eye, where would the sense of hearing be? If the whole body were an ear, where would the sense of smell be? But in fact, God has placed the parts in the body, every one of them, just as He wanted them to be. If they were all one part, where would the body be? As it is, there are many parts, but one body. The eye cannot say to the hand, I don't need you. And the head cannot say to the feet, I don't need you. On the contrary, those parts of the body that seem to be weaker are indispensable, and the parts that we think are less honorable we treat with special care. And the parts that are unpresentable are treated with special modesty, while our presentable parts need no special treatment. But God has put the body together, giving greater honor to the parts that lacked it, so that there should be no division in the body but that its parts should have equal concern for each other. If one part suffers, every part suffers with it. If one part is honored, every part rejoices with it. Now you are the body of Christ, and each one of you is part of it. And God has placed in the church, first of all, apostles, second, prophets, third, teachers, then miracles, then gifts of healing, of helping, of guidance, 
and of different kinds of tongues. Are all apostles? Are all prophets? Are all teachers? Do all work miracles? Do all have the gifts of healing? Do all speak in tongues? Do all interpret? Now eagerly desire the greater gifts, and yet I will show you the most excellent way. And this chapter ends with that expression, yet I will show you the most excellent way, which picks up in chapter 13. Unfortunately, there's an inappropriate chapter break here between chapter 12 and chapter 13. But finishing with chapter 12 now, because that's our topic today. This is the primary chapter on the gifts of the Holy Spirit, the so-called nine gifts of the Holy Spirit. In reality, there are more than nine gifts of the Holy Spirit. In fact, more than nine are mentioned in this very chapter. But nine are mentioned in verse 8 through 10, and these are generally referred to as the the gifts of the Holy Spirit. Now, I want to just step aside from the text for a moment. I am the pastor of a charismatic church. That means that we believe in the gifts, the present work of the gifts of the Holy Spirit, the supernatural working of the gifts of the Holy Spirit. And sometimes we charismatics and Pentecostals overemphasize the gifts of the Spirit and underemphasize the person, the Godhood of the Holy Spirit. And so we're going to come at this from perhaps not such a traditional way of looking at it, but I just want to tell the listeners, if you want to study the work of the Holy Spirit, 1 Corinthians chapter 12 is a very important chapter, but it is not the only chapter. Paul teaches us about living life in the Holy Spirit in Romans chapter 8, and Jesus has a lot to say about the person and work of the Holy Spirit in the Gospel of John chapter 14, 15, and 16. So this is it's an important chapter about the Holy Spirit, but it's certainly not the only important chapter about the Holy Spirit in the New Testament. Charismatics and Pentecostals sometimes overemphasize this chapter, and people from other Christian traditions sometimes underemphasize it. But I want you to first notice in verse 4, it says, It is the same Holy Spirit who continues to distribute many different varieties of gifts. And so this Holy Spirit is God. He distributes the gifts. It's his job to distribute the gifts. It's his function, part of his function. And the gifts are primarily for the body, not the recipient of the gift. Verse 7 says, Now to each one the manifestation of the Spirit is given for the common good. And so the gifts of the Holy Spirit are not for parlor tricks. They're not so that the recipient of the gift can say, I'm a, a prophet, um, you know, I have a, I'm a healing evangelist, or any of those kinds of things. It's for the good of the body of Christ. And so nine gifts, as I mentioned, are listed in verse 8. And I'm reading from the New International Version. They're, they're worded a little differently in some other versions. But verse 8, to one there is given through the Holy Spirit a message of wisdom, so the gift of wisdom. To another, the message of knowledge, the gift of knowledge, by means of the same Holy Spirit. To another, the gift of faith, by the same Spirit. To another, gifts of healing. It's interesting that he says plural, gifts of healing. Verse 10, to another, miraculous powers or miracles, the gift of miracles. To another, the gift of prophecy. To another, the gift of distinguishing between spirits, or as the King James says, discerning of spirits. To another, speaking in different kinds of tongues. And to still another, the interpretation of tongues. And so when you when you break it all down, it's the gift of wisdom, knowledge, faith, healing, uh, miracles, prophecy, 
discerning of spirits, tongues, and interpretation of tongues. Those are the nine traditional gifts of the Spirit. Verse 11, it says, it's the Holy Spirit who distributes them to each one just as he determines. In other words, the Holy Spirit is God. He makes the determination in himself who receives which gifts. It's not like he's the messenger boy uh, for the Father or for Jesus and who gets which gifts. The Holy Spirit distributes them to each person just as he determines. And by the way, notice he says he distributes to each one. The inference being or the implication being that everyone gets uh, at least one of these gifts of the Spirit, every believer. But there are more gifts listed in, in this chapter, later on in the chapter. Verse 27, now you're the body of Christ and each one of you is part of it. And God has placed in the church, first of all, apostles, second prophets, third teachers, then miracles, then gifts of healing and helping of guidance and of different kinds of tongues. And so he mentions apostles, prophets, and teachers right in the context of the gifts of miracles, the gifts of healing, the gifts of helping, of guidance, and so forth. These are the so-called gift ministries. I believe that besides apostles, prophets, and teachers, pastors and evangelists are also gift ministries. But it lists some other other things. It talks about gifts of leadership, uh, gifts of helping. These are also supernatural gifts that are, are given in the body of Christ. So there's not just nine gifts of the Holy Spirit. There are many gifts of the Holy Spirit. I've seen as many as 26 listed from the New Testament that are worded as gifts coming from the Holy Spirit. Some of them are ministry gifts. Some of them are miraculous gifts. But these gifts, they're given for the body of Christ. And they're given for the edification of the body of Christ. Sadly, in charismatic Pentecostal circles, the gifts are utilized with immaturity and at times. Sometimes they are used and are referred to in an attempt to manipulate people or to, to draw uh, inappropriate approval from people by virtue of the fact that you have a spiritual gift. But the gifts tell you nothing about the recipient of the gift. The gifts talk about the goodness of the giver of the gift, talk about the power of the, the giver of the gift. The gifts are intended to be used for the edification of the body of Christ, for the church. The gifts are intended to give glory to Jesus Christ. And inasmuch as any spiritual gift is used to get glory for a man, he's a healer, he's a, a prophet, he's a whatever, she's a whatever. It's okay to say these things, but if you're, if you're using the gifts of the Holy Spirit to bring attention to yourself or to bring acclaim to yourself or any kind of position to yourself, you're misusing the gifts. The gifts of the Holy Spirit are given primarily for the common good, for the edification of the body and the honor and glory of Jesus Christ. In other words, the gifts should be pointing people to Jesus, not pointing people to the recipient of the gift. It's a, it's a very important distinction. So for those that are not in charismatic and Pentecostal circles, I want to say that the gifts of the Holy Spirit are for today. They're in operation. But I will also acknowledge that sometimes charismatics and Pentecostals have inappropriately used the gifts or inappropriately tried to explain the use of the gift or uh, to claim some kind of special virtue by virtue of the fact that they have received a gift. These things should tell us about the Lord, not about the person who receives the gift. So, Lord, I do pray that everyone listening would be aware of the spiritual gifts you've given them. Holy Spirit, I just pray that you would awaken the gifts 
in the apostles, prophets, and teachers, those who have received gifts of miracles, those who have received gifts of healing, uh, revelation, knowledge, leadership, tongues, all these things, God, awaken the gifts. May the gifts give expression to whatever you desire to say and do through the person. May the gifts bring honor and glory to Jesus Christ. Amen. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Whole Word. It was brought to you by Whole Word Fellowship and the Northern Virginia House of Prayer. If you were encouraged, please share our podcast with your friends. We'd also appreciate it if you'd hit subscribe in your favorite podcast app and take a few moments to write a review. If you'd like more information on our church and our ministry, you can go to wholeword.net or wholewordpodcast.com for more information. Thank you again, and may the Lord Jesus bless you today and always.